Welcome to Rising Leaders of New York with your host, David Zwerin of Hill & Moyne LLP. They present to you conversations with today's and future leaders of New York City discussing the challenges and issues relevant to New Yorkers. You can find this show at www.hillmoyne.com and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Now here are the hosts of Rising Leaders of New York. Good evening. My name is David Zwerin. Uh, you are listening to the first episode of Rising Leaders of New York. I am the senior trial partner here at Hill & Moyne LLP. We're a plaintiff's personal injury firm focusing particularly on construction accidents and premises liability cases. And on this podcast, we're going to be having some interesting conversations with some of today and future leaders of New York and New York State who are on the cutting edge of the relevant critical issues that you need to know about in uh, our day-to-day -day life in New York City and New York State. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of having on the podcast as my first guest, uh, my friend, David Caldwell. David Caldwell is the vice president of the New York City Long Island chapter of the NFL Alumni Association. He also was a former NFL player. And it's my pleasure to welcome on the podcast, David Caldwell. How are you doing, David? I'm doing well. Always good when I can connect with you. So um, I'm happy to be here. Didn't know I was going to be the first guest. So excited about that. So uh, we'll, hopefully we'll set the bar pretty high. Well, I'm very happy to have you, uh, you with us to kick off the podcast. Uh, Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. First of all, what is the NFL Alumni Association? Uh, what is your role in it? Yeah, so I'm the vice president of our New York City chapter, as you mentioned, um, as well as Long Island. Can't leave them out. But my particular role, it was very important for me when joining to focus on a particular area that I was very much interested in. Um, that's a part of my day to day, and that's healthcare, and narrowed down to actually health and wellness. So, what I do is I focus on providing a lot of the former players different types of support that focus around health and wellness. Obviously, we all know football is a very brutal sport, and it's one where you have a lot of health and wellness provided to you while you're playing, but then when you're gone, you don't necessarily have that same support system. So it's important for us um, when you have guys that are 20 in their 20s playing something and then 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, and so on, uh, you know, they need a lot of, you know, they, they need some of their questions answered and they need um, to be able to get the support uh, that they would um, that would probably fit a lot of their needs. I mean, we have different events where we got guys that are limping around in their 30s and their 40s and they just don't feel the need to go see somebody or a little laziness on their part. But what we pretty much come in and do is make sure that we can connect them with anything that they would need, whether it's a boxing instructor to just kind of get them up and going, whether it's a chiropractor, a physical therapist, um, somebody to help them with their mental health. It's really um, just mind, body, and soul healing that we try to provide to the former players. And how, well, first of all, uh, tell everybody, who did you play for in the NFL and uh, what was your position? Right, so I played safety. Uh, can't talk about the NFL without mentioning William and Mary, my college. Uh, after that, was able to play about two and a half years with the Colts, was with them, and then was with the Giants briefly, my home team. That was exciting. And then after that, went up to Canada, uh, to Hamilton, 
And I loved it up in Canada. Canada was an amazing place to live. The pay was a little bit different, just a little bit. But um, after two years in Canada, I decided to come back down here and um, figure out life after football. And what did you figure out when you came down here? I figured out that I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do, no idea what to do. Uh, you know, here I came from, you know, I was in my what, 21, 22, 23, making some pretty good money, you know, for a young 20 year old or a young kid in his 20s. And then I had to figure out a way. But fortunately for me, I always had, you know, a strong support system and a foundation built on academics and things outside of sports. So and that just comes from my parents. Um, you know, sports was never the number one thing for me. It was always, you know, make sure you get your grades. And then if that's okay, you can play sports. It was always just the extra thing that my parents just allowed me to, you know, compete at and, uh, you know, wanted to take it as far as I could and then use it as a platform to whatever else that I was going to get involved in. So it's not that I was nervous, but I just really didn't know, you know, how my skills would transfer or what industry they would transfer to. So it was a little bit of a dilemma, but, you know, we figure it out. Was there anything in particular about your upbringing or your time in your NFL that led you to have a, a focus on health and wellness after your playing career was over? Definitely. So on my mom's side, I feel like everybody's a teacher. My grandfather was a principal. Uh, my mom, she's uh, more popular than me in my town. She's like the teacher of the of the year every year. That's what she was <laughs> when she was teaching. Now, seriously, when we go to ShopRite or whatever supermarket we go to, uh, people knew her, not me. So she was that. So that established, you know, definitely um, an academic foundation. And then my dad on his side, he was the youngest of nine kids, the only one not born on a sharecropping farm and the first one to go to college. So college, City College in New York did tremendous wonders and provided a lot of opportunities for him. So on one side, and it kind of combined, but, you know, I had the academics here, but I also had this belief in myself on the other end, just based on them that, you know, there's a lot out here that I can do if I apply myself and um, I'm willing to work hard and sacrifice for. So. Very cool. I didn't know that about you, that your, uh, your mom was a teacher of mine as well. So I also uh, come from maybe a little bit of a different, but similar background in that passion for education and uh, I think really being a guiding principle to what you want to accomplish in life. Uh, they say kids so, that grow up where one of their parents is a teacher or two of their parents a teacher, those are the most special kids. They say that the kids with the parents that are teacher. I just made that up, but uh, we'll, we'll rock. Well, well, my, well, my kid is well, my kid is lucky then because his uh, mom's a teacher. There we go. See, I'm going. You. <laughs> uh, you and I know each other a, a bit. For a while, we were doing a weekly, and then I think it became a, a bi-weekly meeting together. Uh, I haven't seen you in a in a little bit. So tell me what uh, you've been up to, and uh, what are some of the uh, of the work you're doing presently, the initiatives you're working on in the, the health and wellness industry these days, David? Definitely. So it's been a lot and in a good way, in a very good way. And I guess I'll, you know, tell everybody what I do first and foremost. So I'm a business development consultant. What does that mean? All right. So I help companies increase uh, not just their profit margin, but how do they increase their profit margin? How do they better serve whatever their mission is to their clients, um, to their customers. So most of the time I'm working in the healthcare space. So I work with surgeons, um, other specialists. I work with attorneys like yourself. I work with anybody that's involved in healthcare 
from a marketing perspective, commercial perspective, any of these different things to figure out how I can better help you bring a, a better value to whoever it is you're serving. So that's what we do. That's a, that's kind of not what we do. That's what I do. So that has led me to a few different things and mainly focusing on health and wellness throughout our communities. And that's where the NFL alumni combines with what I'm doing in my day to day, because the NFL alumni mission is to help the community, help the kids. So one of the biggest areas that I try to focus on, and a lot of us in the alumni, is how can we bring better health and wellness, um, overall, overall comprehensive health care to our communities. And it's different in every community. But a lot of times when we look at and we sit down with a mayor and we sit down and like say, hey, what are the leading causes of death in this area? Why are people dying five years earlier here than five miles down the road or two miles down the road? So we try to customize different programs to work with any of your city agencies, any of your state agencies, county agencies, anybody in your community that we think uh, is seen as what we call them just influencers. You know, so I know we had the group healthcare influencers. We try to address the influencers because if we can help change the culture and, and to a more healthier culture um, to where people are more well, we feel that that can trickle down and spread throughout. And it's a it's a big issue, you know, health and without our health, you know, obviously, you know, everything kind of goes away. So um, it's just a it's just something that we're, we're very passionate about and that we focus on. Yeah, having known you for a, a while, David, I can so say it's, it's not an act. David is is one of the most passionate people I know out there about just generally keeping uh, people people healthy. Which, uh, which I guess some people might think that's an interesting uh, compliment. Uh, talking to the plaintiff's personal injury attorney, uh, my focus obviously deals with situations where something terrible has happened and someone is not well anymore. Uh, but we both kind of like the same objective we we do want people to live a healthy happy good life um and i think there's a lot to be gained by having good relationships uh and doing good by people out in the world and hopefully keeping them healthy and productive in their day-to-day -day job because accidents are going to happen and when they do uh my hope is they know what legal representation to speak but also they have all the resources they need, whether it's from people like you or anybody else who can point them in the right direction to get good medical attention they're going to need in addition to good legal representation if they have a case. Because uh, there are a lot of serious, serious uh, decisions to be made when you have an accident, right, David? A hundred percent. And I think what separates you personally, as well as your firm, uh, when I talked about everything with you know, developing health and wellness programs, that's something that you've actually been on board with. Um, so it's not like you're the type of attorney that's just looking for, you know, focusing on when somebody's injured. Yes, that's your expertise of how you can help and provide a certain level of assistance to people so that they can have the support to get back healthy. But what I've noticed with you is that it starts a lot earlier. You know, you want people to you know, trust, there's a certain level of trust. And that's something that from a business development standpoint, when we talk to our clients, um, whatever it is that they're saying that they're doing, they need to establish that trust with their clients, with their patients, with their customers, whatever it may be. And that's something that has really stood out with you where, where at first when I'm telling you like, yo, you know, we're going to do some health and wellness, you know, a lot of people would be like, wait, 
you know, health and wellness, that's not, you know, the space that I'm in. You know, I just deal with this area. You're, you've always shown that you've been completely invested in just creating uh, healthier communities. And I would say that you're in the health and wellness space just as much as anything that we're doing. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for all the compliments, David. Uh, I tend to agree. I think attorneys, uh, doctors, and people such as you are a little bit tangential, but are interested in, uh, not to be political, but kind of in making health and wellness something that's a right for all New Yorkers, uh, at least giving them the resources and the education to know where to go and what they should be thinking about medically when they have an accident. That fits very much into the things I think about, which from a legal perspective is when somebody comes into my office and they've had a serious accident, what kind of legal knowledge do we need to impart on those people to make sure they're making the right legal decisions uh, as they go forward on what may be a very difficult journey or uh, and a new time in their life after they've potentially had a very serious accident and they may have a very serious and significant case to be brought against somebody depending on the fact whether it's a car accident uh, or a trip and fall in and outside of a building or whether it's a, a union carpenter that's fallen on from a scaffold. Uh, there's a lot of decisions to be made and really they all are pretty tangential to the health and wellness sphere. No, I agree 100%. Everything that you just mentioned and a lot of times it's just looking at it from different perspectives and gaining um, an understanding from different angles. So uh, we'd like to think that everybody um, has the same goals, you know, to get people healthier. But, uh, you know, not everybody does, but that's why you connect with certain people that uh, share the same the same mission and uh, just kind of go from there and just try to spread everything that we're doing throughout our communities. And not for nothing, positivity is not a bad thing in life. And uh, I know that uh, you, David, are one of the most relentlessly positive people uh, I've ever met. And uh, I certainly try to be a positive person too. But I'll say that, uh, you know, in, in my business, I work very, very hard for my clients, but these cases aren't always uh, positive all the time. We fight very, very hard for their cl our clients, but they're going through a lot. And it's, uh, and it's a tough situation when you've already had the accident and uh, a client is just trying to get better and trying to get fair and reasonable compensation, but they're already suffering. So it's really a pleasure to be associated with someone like yourself who cares about keeping people healthy, uh, when they haven't had that accident yet where, uh, where they need a, an attorney such as myself. And, uh, and it's nice to think about what can be done to generally let people have better lives because uh, accidents are going to happen regardless. There's a lot of bad drivers out there. There's a lot of uh, bad sidewalks or bad conditions or bad working uh, practices on job sites. Things are going to happen inevitably. Uh, but people should know what to do in terms of their medical decision making in their daily lives. And it's, and I appreciate the, them having a resource such as you. No, it's, it's, uh, it's probably one of the most vulnerable feelings that you can have just being injured. And then to add on to that, if you don't have somebody that can help guide you through the process, that's not trying to get over on you. Somebody that just puts your puts you in their shoes or puts you in, you know, I'm going to treat you as if, you know, you're a relative of mine to kind of guide you through the healthcare, guide you through the legal aspects of it, because it can be tough. I, I tell people all the time, like my how I saw healthcare, the legal side of it, every different part of it 
is entirely different than when I actually got into it. And I'm still just learning a lot of stuff, you know, so people need to be able to rely on somebody that can help guide them through this because they're just trying to get back healthy. It's like, it would already be difficult to, you know, figure out the process if you were, you know, 100% healthy, you know, now you got to add the fact that somebody's not the best versions of themselves and they still have to go through this process. So it's good to have people that can help guide them. Very true. Uh, so as we, uh, start putting a bow on a 2022, what kind of things are you focusing on in 23? Uh, what are you looking to accomplish then? And what should people know about you? So I'll focus on two different things. So one, the health and wellness programs, going to different communities in New York and New Jersey, and really just figuring out customized programs that are simple, practical, and just work to get not only the city, state, you know, county, town agencies, but also just the overall community healthier. It's a problem. It's a problem throughout the country. And it's something that can be fixed. But if people don't have the information and people don't have the support, it's just not going to happen. It's hard enough to do it when you have the information and support. So that's definitely the focus, working on a lot of the health and wellness with the community leaders. So that way we can spread that throughout the communities. That's the one side. The other side is um, OHGI, uh, what we call OG. So it's an acronym for out here getting it. And it just focuses on providing people the same support that we'd be providing for the health and wellness, but now providing it for them to just maximize their potential in whatever area of life that you know they're in. So we're releasing our OG.com platform. Both kind of serve the same purpose, um, but just address it from different perspectives. So we have the health and wellness programs, and then we have OG, which is just focusing on getting people to um, have the support and to believe in themselves that they can achieve anything and everything. You know, I'm big on that. So I just want to be able to provide a support that can get people to maximize in every area of their lives, you know, whether it's family, whether it's professional, whether it's personal, all these different aspects, you want to start a business, let's do it and connecting the right people. So that way you can build out your network. So that's what we're focusing on those two things. Very cool. And, uh, and what about you? What about you? What we got going on your way? What have I got going on? (laughs) Well, right now, right now we're doing this, we're doing this first podcast and, uh, otherwise, uh, the mission, Contains uh, continues the same. Uh, I'm always looking to be introduced to people that may have been involved in a construction accident in particular. Our firm is one of the top rated firms in terms of helping injured victims who suffer falls or other injuries while they're working on a construction site, uh, as well as people who suffer any kind of work-related injury uh, who might have a case to sue a third party that's not their employer, whether they trip and fall on a sidewalk or have something happen inside a building or any kind of case like that where we can bring a case on someone's behalf because someone negligent caused a serious injury. Uh, Our mission always contains the same to help those kind of people who are beyond the help that you can provide. They're not healthy and wealthy anymore uh, and they need a good personal injury attorney to make sure they are pointed in the right direction to make the right direction to make sure uh, they're making the right choices on their behalf to have the best possible case to have the best chance of recovery. Um, and we're always looking to meet those kind of people as well as uh, 
the people that can introduce us to those kind of people. That's my mission in life is to help the injured victims of New York, just like uh, I enjoy talking to you because it's your mission in life to uh, hopefully keep people healthy until they hopefully don't become an injured victim of New York, but some of them are going to be, and I'm here for them. Mm -hmm. And people are going to get injured, like you said. People are going to have accidents. Even with, you know, some of us good drivers, you know, we still have, uh, you know, every once in a while we get into something. But it's uh, like you said, it makes the entire experience um, a lot easier to deal with, um, depending on who you're dealing with. So depending on who you have on your side, you know, as your support system. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's exciting. We, 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 we do the same work. We do the same work. Yeah. Other than that, we're just uh, working hard here and uh, looking forward to a good, happy, healthy holiday season. And since we're uh, since I got a football player on the line, I'd be remiss to say also I'm grieving as a 49ers fan uh, the uh, end of Jimmy Garoppolo's season. I didn't know you were a 49. I grew up a 49ers fan. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not anymore. I kind of stopped <laughs> when I got to like I think like college. I, I didn't. I, now I just root for players. But uh, I grew up a 49ers fan. Yeah, Steve Young and them when they won it. What did they win it in? 95? No, 94. Yeah. They won it in 94. Then the 94, Cowboys 95 was the last. Yeah, 94, uh, 95. And then the Cowboys won the next year. But um, they had everybody on their team. They had Dion, Merton, <laughs> Hank, Steve Young. I was a 49ers fan. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get in trouble. We got to talk Giants, right? We got to talk Giants. Giants, Because <laughs> right? we can make this a whole different podcast. We just start talking <laughs> right. football right. for uh, the next 30 minutes. But uh, right. I, think we get, I think we get a little off topic. So you and I can talk football at yeah. some other time, but uh, I would certainly I like have to a question. Wrap up. Sure, what real quick, is it um because this is one of those things that I always think about. Um, well, just popped up, I should say. But over the holiday season, um, are people? Is this a time where you know people tend to get in to a little bit more accidents? People being on the road, people rushing to different things. Not that we don't rush in our regular day to day lives, but um, it, it would almost seem to me that you know there would be more accidents now than um other times maybe or maybe i'm off um well i don't have the uh the data on uh, a very micro level but in my experience having done this for uh, over a decade now i i think there definitely is an increase in almost any kind of mm -hmm. type of personal injury case i think people are rushing more on the road i think there probably are more drunk drivers on the road people uh staying out late going to more holiday parties and uh if we're God willing, going into a year with where COVID is less a concern, more in-person things where people can really let loose and uh, maybe make some decisions that aren't the best for them. So I think there'll be an increase in motor vehicle accidents. I think for those same kind of reasons, you could see an increase in people uh, having accidents just uh, walking about in their day-to-day -day life or in their home or at their job site. Um, and not for nothing, while it's a beautiful but a little bit cold late fall day here snow is not too far away and uh all the uh slippery icy conditions that come with it are uh, another thing that new yorkers need to be careful about as they head into this winter season so uh we're here for people whenever it happens and accidents certainly do happen around the holiday season and in the winter and that's a good point because i was only focusing on the car accidents and i feel like mo a lot of people when they hear about it they may think that you only take care of car accidents, but really, as as I'm sure you'll explain now, it's across the board. You know, it could be anything. Sure, um, I would I would say that our main focus here at Hill and Moyne is to 
help people who are injured on someone's premises, whether that's in front of a building or inside a building or a particular kind of premise that we focus on are construction workers who are injured on the job. Uh, but we certainly know how to handle, handle motor vehicle cases, as well as uh, many other kinds of cases where people are horribly and seriously injured due to someone else's negligence or a violation of the law. Uh, motor, ve motor vehicle accidents, while they uh, tend to be the news grabbers, are certainly not the only case we, we know how to handle here. Mm -hmm. And those, those construction workers, we talk about a brutal sport being football. Uh, they they deal with it uh, in, in their own way, you know, just as much. And, you know, they, I, I can only imagine some of the, the catastrophic injuries, but all the way down to some of the smaller injuries that just impact you being able to, you know, go to work and, you know, do your job. It's very true. Uh, people hopefully never have to have the kind of uh, injuries that, we deal with on a lot of our cases here, whether it's a traumatic brain injury or people requiring a serious spinal injury or uh, or broken bones with implantations of uh, plates and screws. We really run the gamut and have clients with all sorts of serious injuries uh, here at Helen Moyne, and we work very hard to make sure they get the fair and reasonable compensation that they deserve. Uh, but yeah, they come in all shapes and sizes, and they're not serious. Uh, I'm sorry, they do come in all shapes sizes and they are quite serious. Uh, so it's nice to have someone on the line here who uh, shares my uh, passion that hopefully people can stay well and have a nice and healthy, happy holiday season where uh, none of that happens to you. 100%. 100%. So I appreciate you having me on, bro. I appreciate you being on. This is my big bro. I feel like I got to just talk to you as if I'm talking in person. <laughs> you know, I always call you big bro because I appreciate what you do. No, same to you. Same to you. I know. <laughs> I like you call a lot of people a uh, big bro, whether they're actually older than you or not. It's a, I know that. About yeah, you, that it's a, that's a good, you know, it's a good point because it has nothing to do with age. It's just a more of a respect thing. You know, people that I respect in my life, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, when we get to a point where, you know, I see you as, you know, us being close um, friends, uh, it's just a, you know, a term of it's endearment, you know? So like I said, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, respect to you, David Caldwell, and the respect for being our first guest this week on the very first episode of Rising Leaders of New York. My name is David Zwerin, the Senior Trial Attorney at here at Hill and Moyne, and we'll be back next week with another exciting guest with uh, an up-and-coming future leader of New York that you need to know. Have a great evening, everybody. You've been listening to Rising Leaders of New York, hosted by... David Zwerin of Hill & Moyne LLP. You can catch prior episodes at www.hillmoyne.com and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, and sharing this show with others. 